Hi, this is Steve-O from the 4i Radio Network. I'm here to talk to you about one of our great sponsors called Revenge Lover Designs. Illustrates and designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. Hi, this is Steve-O from uh, Not Another Bee Horrorcast. You're listening to one of the great shows on the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. Hello, everybody. Yes, it's that short, short week at work, but we still have a show to bring you. That's right. The Arcade Bros are back, and we have actually a guest kind of in the – I wouldn't say studio because we're kind of spread all over the country right now. Not really the country, just two states, but I over-exaggerate. But anyways, it's uh, I'm Steve-O Player One along with – Player Two, Revenge Lover. And introducing third player, Adapter. Hey. I'm Matthew. <laughs> Ready, fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's let's fight it, guys. Let's get it. <laughs> we gotta fight the boss. Mm. Okay, so yeah, so we are in we are basically a couple of days away from when you're listening to this episode from Black Friday. So we'll have a little touch upon of maybe if you're debating on consoles what to buy or you want to know what some good deals are and stuff like that, we'll probably hit that towards the end of the show because this episode, uh Raven dropped a oh speaking of which, um Raven has uh, kicking major butt. Uh, so remember the, when we used to have a website and people could go to that? Uh, well, the website's back. Uh, bigger, it got it basically got its you know update finally. Basically, you know the patch came in, we fixed a bunch of stuff. So uh, yeah, Raven's been kicking major butt on that one. Um, so actually, oh, yeah. if you want to check out the website, you can go to www.arcade-bros.com, part of the 4i Radio Network. You can also listen to the show on arcadebros.com. And also on 4iRadio.com, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Toast, YouTube, Swell Radio, and Player FM. So, yeah, I got to get all that stuff out of the way. But before we jump into the meat and potatoes of the show, or I should say turkey and stuffing of the show, haha, uh, what has everyone been up to? Raven, what, are you, what have you been up to? Just prepping for Thanksgiving. The mom and the sisters coming in, so I gotta clean everything. Otherwise, I'm not gonna hear it, or I'm gonna keep hearing it and not want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, see. The big day is coming. Um, yeah, we're prepping too. The in-laws are coming in town, um, and yeah, you know, just hanging out. Been playing playing games as often as I can when I have the time to do it, but um, not as much as I've been wanting to, especially since Fallout 4 came out. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's actually been very, very difficult lately with some certain stuff. Especially with me, I did the, um, I did the. It was a great deal with the Target thing, but it was a bad idea because now I'm like, I'm, I'm playing. I have like three games that two of them I'm just sitting on because I'm, you know, in deep with Fallout 4 right now. So you're just like, what do I do? But, um, but I'm hopefully with the with the holiday weekend. I'm sitting there going like, I don't think all I'm doing is maybe Thanksgiving. I think the rest is off. So maybe I'll just shut all the doors and lock everything and just sit quietly and just game for the uh, three days. So well, especially like the the games the game choices you picked, they're all like AAA titles. 
Yeah, a lot of quality time with them. Yeah, so um, I will touch upon this since I know it's going to be a big Fallout 4 heavy episode. Um, I will did I did touch uh, Tomb Raider for a little bit. I was trying to Twitch stream, but apparently Xbox One was having a problem with their update at the time, so it wouldn't let me update the update. Um, hmm. I kept having an error message or whatnot. It was like, Twitch needs to update. I'm like, all right, go ahead and update. And it's all like, Twitch can't update. I'm like, the, what? Okay. So I was trying to stream a little you bit to get... Huh? I, I was going to say... Um... The, the Twitch app for Xbox One is not the greatest because I have a lot of difficulty trying to broadcast as well. Um, so I think they really need to get into the meat and bones and the, the structure of it and make it a lot more streamlined. That would probably make also, sense, yeah. They should also have an option to like switch between profiles because I know a lot of people don't just do one. Like when, when, oh, yeah, I, a, when I tried to true. log into to Twitch to do it for the Arcade Bros, it automatically went to my Revenge Lover one and then I was like, and I got to put all this info. And it was just all this hassle. Yeah, I was curious about that because I thought you could do that. So I did create Arcade Bros, and that's actually why now it's the underscore Arcade Bros underscore the Arcade Bros. Because as soon as I linked it at one point and was trying to readjust it, it was giving me like, nope, can't do this, can't do that. So I was like, fine. So I had to like redo everything. And then I think I even lost my – I don't even know if I had my old Twitch like stream name anymore because I just was sticking with Arcade Bros at that. I was like, because I can't switch back and forth. Um, that's the one thing I'll say Sony got right. Um, there seems to be more functional – um, their Twitch streams because I'm able to jump on no problem just hit a button everything works and stuff like that so I wish Xbox might like I say to everybody I'm like dude just just steal just take other people's ideas I mean everybody does it anyways to so just be all like oh, we're gonna do a fast stream thing like uh, place I mean fuck PlayStation just came out of the works going like um yeah so we're doing backwards compatibility with PS2 games um yeah. Matthew and I had a discussion about that last night where we were joking around I'm like I have a feeling that Sony had no idea how to do it. So they were just like, when Xbox announced it, they were just like, no. So like, dude, what are we going to figure it out. And they're all like, dude, what are we going to say? No, dude, we'll just come out and just say like, that's dumb. You're backwards. That's stupid. Why would you do that? Like, why would you do that? It's dumb. <laughs> Idiots. It only took them forever. Yeah. And then they're all like, then they try to sneak it in and they're like, look, let's try to do it with PS2 games first. And if it works, then we can do everything else. So nothing, um, not trying to really bash Sony because I think it's a no brainer idea. Just do it because you have like so many games that I could just go back and just play on my PlayStation 3. So is it really that streamlined where you just hit the share button and you're, you're basically broadcasting? It's little, yeah. You literally hit that share button. Then you pick like what you want to broadcast on. Like I forget there's Twitch and another one. I forget what the other one's called. Click on it. It goes right to your profile if you already set it up. And then all you have to put in is like, what are you playing? Oh, wow. You type that in. Then you hit broadcast. Yeah. And then, boom, you're it's in. I mean, I guess Xbox is kind of like that. But it seems like there's a, a, a few more additional steps you have to you have to take. Before you have to you pick whether or not you want the connect to see you and how big you want it to see you and your placement. Yes. And see, I don't have that yet because I don't have the PlayStation camera. So I'm not sure if that's going to be a thing that pops up, but everything seems to be very... The only problem I have with the PlayStation is the, the mic they give you, the starter mic, is a piece of crap. Like, this is the first time Sony's like, here's your headset, and it's like, it's one headphone with a mic. I'm like, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. This is... You finally give us one, and you give us, like, the worst thing known to man. It's like, why? So um, hopefully I will probably get like a better headset for both systems or something like that. So when I'm twitching, it sounds better. But yeah, yeah, I would say that with PlayStation, like their their sharing thing was like amazing when I did it. It was like, wow, this is really fast and easy to use. So that's what she said. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm pretty sure I know the the answer to this question. But what has everyone been playing this week? Fallout. I agree. That's what I've been playing too. We're all atom bomb babies. 
<laughs> I like that. Oh, t-shirt idea. Um, <laughs> there you go. No, yeah, it's been it's been a blast. I uh, I'm happy to be back in the wasteland. I was a huge huge lover of Fallout Three. Um, so this uh, this brings me back and lets me reminisce a little bit. I didn't play New Vegas, but um, that's okay. It's okay. New Vegas. I feel like Fallout Three fits better with Fallout, um better than New Vegas for some reason. Like New Vegas was its own thing in its own area. It kind of touched a little bit with Fallout Three, but. I mean, you could go without playing it and be perfectly fine. Yeah, that's uh, that's actually what my brother said too. He, because I was like, ah, I kind of want to play New Vegas. He's like, well, honestly, he's like, I feel that new, um, he's like, Fallout Three was a lot better game than New Vegas. Yeah. I spent a lot of hours in the wasteland, you see. Oh my gosh, one of my saves is 800 hours. I was telling Steve wow. about that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. I think I maxed all my perks. And I'm just like finding random guns everywhere, random naked uh-huh. guns. Um, I think the last quest I did was the one where you find the vault where it's specifically musicians, and you're supposed to find the violin for that old lady. Oh, oh yeah. I, I have to do that quest still. That one's hard, <laughs> just because that vault is full of ghouls. Um, it's just been fun having like uh, candid conversations with people because I haven't played Fallout Three in quite a while and uh they'll bring up like little areas and things within the game and it's like oh yeah i completely remember that it's <laughs> like uh steve the other day you were talking about like uh the noca cola challenge yeah and uh how you, you got to that one town and it was just full with uh death claws <laughs> yeah i it's like oh the, the events like that are just so rad it was just so funny because matthew's like so if you run into a death claw yet i'm like no i ran into like the bear thing and everything like that he's like yeah be careful when you run into a death claw i'm like all right so finally it's like i get to that town and I'm all like, oh, my God, there's a death claw. I'm like, okay, let me gear up, you know. And I shoot it from afar. It comes running, you know. I'm kind of taking it out and everything. Then I did that. I was like, oh, you know what? wasn't that hard. It's actually kind of easy. I'm like, well, I am at a higher level. Maybe that's why. Turn the corner. There's like three other death claws. I'm like, is this town just infested with death claws? I'm like, what <laughs> the fuck? I'm like, I don't run into one in the entire game. And I find, like, their settlement perfect. You know, yeah, it was. Well, it's all like with the enclave and stuff like that. They, they have them all caged up. Yeah, but it was just yeah, fun- yeah it was just funny because I'm like, all right, so then I'm trying to get out of the town. And I fell into like the sewer grate, and then I'm going underneath it trying to get out, and it's just filled with death claws in there. I'm just like, uh, today is not my day. <laughs> just wait until you get to New Vegas. There's a quarry that's filled with like twelve of them. Oh really? Geez. Yeah, and then there's like the little mini, uh, the baby ones. Those suckers are like two times as fast as the big ones, and they hit. They don't hit as hard, but they hit faster. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if uh, I wonder if The Walking Dead took a took a little sample from that with the most. I don't, I don't know. You guys haven't seen the. Yeah, I got to I, I got to really I catch up. I was up to date. Well, the um the new season has a quarry in it, so. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With all those the Zeds and. Yeah. And the containers full of Zeds, yeah. So. Yeah, I gotta get caught up on that one. I don't think I've watched a single episode Cross this year. References. But um, yeah, okay, cool. So yeah, so I'll have to check out with the ghouls and that vault when I get back to it and stuff like that. But um, so let's talk about. You just dropped the your review on the new Arcade Bros website, Raven. Yeah. So let's talk about yeah. like everyone's experience because you're probably a little bit head, uh, farther than I know. Definitely me. And I don't know. I think Matthew's yeah. probably probably farther than me as well, but probably not by much. But I know you've done a little bit more stuff than I have. Yeah, I don't think that much further. Yeah, when I posted the review, and I'm reading it now, I had posted it when I only had about 12 hours. Now I'm already at, you know, 
24, 26 hours into the game. That's why we have an edit button so you can go back. <laughs> well, you know, Very, yeah. I like to stay true to the time. <laughs> no, it's tr- it's fine. I mean, there's a couple of games that I like did reviews on. I usually just try to give them like little you know bits and pieces of stuff because it's like honestly, I give people credit that like the game just comes out and they're like, here's our review, and I'm like, okay, you're telling me that you got through every little aspect of that game. I'm like, they probably didn't. They have to rush through stuff and then play it and then try to uh you know give a good review and actually that's actually why assassin's creed the first one got such a terrible review because people were like this is repetitive it's like well you only get like this much time to beat a game and then do a review about it so you can't do exactly what you want to do i'm like if you actually sit back and actually play assassin's Creed, granted now today's standards the second one is 10 times better because they fixed all the mechanics that were problems with it but when the game did come out the first one it was something new something different and they had to fix on the game mechanics which they obviously have done now since they're like i don't know assassin's like twenty thousand. 13 or something like that. Who knows well, if you go now. to any Assassin's Creed game, they're all repetitive. Mm-hmm. They're doing the same thing over and over again. <laughs> yeah. But now that people have learned, oh, wait, that's the way it's supposed to be. They accept it. They're like, yeah, they accept it for what it is. So um, I know Matthew, he took a picture of a glitch that he showed me last night, which was pretty funny. So uh, let's talk about that. So what are some of the glitches that you have run into within the couple of hours of the game you've played? I know you had the one where you couldn't move that you talked about last week, Raven. <sighs> hated that one did you get it fixed yeah i had my uh one of my buddies here he was playing destiny for a couple of hours while we were doing the podcast and then he <laughs> jumped off went back into fallout and all of a sudden i could move again i was just like okay, oh awesome <laughs> uh, i guess you could say it is your destiny <laughs> but have you run we into actually, oh i was gonna say uh we actually on the facebook the arcade bros facebook page we have an album dedicated to like screen caps of glitches and stuff that we run into fallout yeah which nice. i'll have to uh i'll have to throw the one that i did in there yes please do actually i got mad because i i should set my thing up to record and stuff like that and take screenshots but there was like that ghoul that i saw because matthew's like have you run into ghouls yet it was like i don't think and i was like oh yeah i ran into one it was like the weirdest thing like he's just he's coming out of this building but he's moving really fast but he's just floating so this is whole like float like he's waving back and forth. He's doing all these weird like moves. He goes down the stairs like he literally did that like and then like he gets like maybe this far away from me and then he just slows down just like I took a screen cap of one of a uh, feral ghoul at the Cambridge Police Station. It's in the album oh, okay. on the Facebook page, but he's missing all of his limbs and just floating there. It's weird. It's like Walking Dead style, you know, when they cut off all the limbs. <laughs> He's like, look, I had a rough go after the apocalypse. Yeah, Michonne we'll was can, here. <laughs> try to see if you can see that pretty clearly, but it's one of those two-headed cows. Oh, my God. And he like, he's, like, standing on top of, like, three settlers that are sitting on the ground. I thought he was, like, gigantic, but, yeah, he is standing <laughs> on top of their head. Have you guys encountered any random nuclear fallouts? I've heard about it. No, not yet. They are so freaky. I was back at um, Sanctuary, and I'm just randomly building stuff and whatever, and I have it recorded on my uh, my Xbox, but all of a sudden I hear this just whooshing sound. I was like, oh, are there airplanes now? And then you just hear a loud boom, and then all of a sudden everything turns yellow, and it starts like fogging yellow, and then all of a sudden the rad count goes up, and it's like plus one rads plus two rads plus ten rads and i'm like oh my god let me get out of here <laughs> what the heck? oh wow well i've like i've encountered um the radiation storms mm-hmm. and um which kind of throw me off because i can't find like decent shelter to run away and like hide 
Um, and the same thing kind of happens. Your the radiation, you know, uh, level gets a little higher. But um, the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, I can barely see. The visibility sucks. But I think that's kind of cool that there's actually like a, a weather system in the game. Yeah, the fog is ridiculous and awesome. Yeah, because I was just, I, I think when I was, when I, yeah, well, and I think I was putting everything together for my settlement, which I was having a couple of difficulties. For some strange reason, when I built the, I built like a water um, station, you know, thing, put that there, and then it needed a generator. So I built the generator, and I grabbed like a wire trying to connect it. It's like, no, we can't do this. And I like sit there trying to do it for like a good 20 minutes to finally connect it. I'm like, what, what the hell just happened here? So I'm like, ah, oh, Bethesda, you and your glitches, not letting me do stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it was like raining while I was doing it. And I was sitting there like outside in the rain with a generator going like, I don't think this is in real life safe. I probably yeah. shouldn't be doing this, but uh, what, who do I, who, what do I know? But, Are you singing in the rain? <laughs> yeah. Actually, a great joke I told Matthew was like, I hate how every time you show up now and everyone's all like, hey, can you fix our problem? Hey, can you do this? I'm like, what if you never left the vault? Like, these people are relying on yeah. you. And, like, the guy was like, hey, you want to be a Minuteman? I'm like, yeah, I'll be a Minuteman. He's like, yeah, so I'm going to stay here, but you go ahead and find other ones. I'm all like, what? I can... <laughs> it's like, I have other shit to do. I'm still trying to avenge my dead wife and her baby and, and get my baby back. Oh, like, Preston. what the hell? Yeah. We've got we've got word that there's a, a camp nearby that you need to go and uh, make sure that it's safe and build a radio tower. I'm yeah, get that information, then, buddy. Everybody just stops and freaks out, and they're like, "Oh, the vault dweller! They're finally out! We got to make her do or him do everything." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm waiting for. Like so, seventy. Steve, are you, huh? Are, you're playing as a guy or a girl? I started as a I'm girl, and I didn't like how she came out. So I, I put that game aside and I started a guy game. And then it wasn't until like my second go at creating a character, I figured out how to do like more of the face stuff. Because like my female that I created has like really bushy eyebrows. I had no idea how to change them. And I'm like, that's yeah. the that's the one thing Matthew and I were talking about. And I don't know if you agree with Seth Raven, but Fallout 4, uh, Bethesda, where was your tutorial for a lot of stuff? Oh yeah, I've been seeing that a lot everywhere. People are complaining about it, but like. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think there was a tutorial for Fallout 3. I don't remember if there was either, but I felt like it was a lot easier to to grasp. Granted, I mean, I hadn't played in a long time, so I forgot which button was for the VAT system. And um, still to this day, I get really cumbersome with the buttons. I'll be running and I'll hit B thinking I'm going to crouch, but I'll throw up the Pip-Boy. And, uh, and so I need to kind of remap the buttons, but... Um, are you playing as a guy or a girl, Raven? I'm playing as a girl, and I, I already, learning from Fallout 3, I already remapped my buttons. Because I, I would nice. read the, when you're loading, it tells you little secrets and stuff. Uh -huh. And during Fallout 3, I saw, oh, you can remap your buttons. And I was like, where was this, like, 12 hours ago? <laughs> yeah. So I remapped it so that I have the Pip-Boy on the right bumper. Because you don't want to keep bumping into the okay. Pip-Boy when you're trying to do crap. And that's what, yeah, that's what I do, especially like when I'm in the, um, a building or something and there's a lot of raiders around and I'm getting a little like flustered and like trying to get behind cover. Oh, which by the way, if you, if you, um, crouch down behind like a wall or say a box or something and you hit the aim button, you'll, you'll peek out so you can do uh, better shots and stuff like okay great tip so of course the game didn't tell you about that yeah i was just like sitting there well that was like matthew i just told him last time like yeah it took me like two hours of trying to build a settlement and i'm trying to ocd i'm very ocd so i'm trying to line things up and everything like that and then i accidentally hit one of the bumpers and then the building started turning like i can move pieces and turn them around i'm like why wasn't this in the tutorial i'm like what the hell i'm like uh, and matthew's like i did not know you could do that either i'm like right that's i'm like 
I'm like, I'm not trying to be nitpicky, but when you okay, when you add new features to the game that's not been in the game, you should probably be like, this is how you build stuff. Like, I don't care. Just give me just a little bit. You don't have to give me like tell twelve pages of this stuff. You know. Yeah. Maybe they assumed everyone would pick up the guide, like the, the collector guide. Because I know for New Vegas, I picked it up, but I didn't read it. I just kind of took, you know, bought it, and that was it. I think I picked it up for Fallout Three. I got it later. I was working for GameStop, and game. I guess I sh- probably shouldn't be telling the story, but if you work for GameStop and a game guide has been in the store for a certain amount of time, say like three years, they just toss them. Okay. We take them because it's going in the trash anyway. Oh man, that is, <laughs> yeah. that seems counterproductive. Yeah, there well, were I... there were collectors editions of uh, Red Dead Redemption, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout Three, and I'm like, these are hardcovers. What are you guys? You guys, come on. <laughs> yeah, well, I've heard stories of like people going in the dumpsters behind um, stores and like finding old games and stuff that they just get rid of. They should like donate them or something. You know what? Absolutely. There should be actually it should be almost like the comic care thing where there's like a donation thing for video games where like you can trade them in and they can either go to like yeah like hospitals or stuff like that and if kids are not doing anything they or even I'm trying to think of other places like maybe community centers too like if they have to sit after school if they have a console there they could play it or something like that but you give them like games yeah because like with games too say say there was a Fallout collector's edition Fallout three and it came with a statue or whatever. After X amount of time that it's been sitting on the shelf and not being sold, they lower the price to regular game price, which means technically the statue no longer has to be with the game. So what we do is we take the game out of the statue box, put the game out on the shelf as the regular price, and you can just take the statue home or toss it. Interesting. Maybe it's a good so that hundred and twenty something dollar Fallout Collectors is now sixty bu- or say it's twenty bucks after the years it's been sitting there and mm. the statue is yeah. free. Wow. It's a good huh. thing I never worked at a GameStop. I would have way too much more shit in my place right now. <laughs> Not necessarily. I mean you see the games so much you don't even want to play them. I when I worked for Play and Trade, which is like a lesser known uh, GameStop, they had all the retro stuff and I bought more games from Play and Trade than I did from GameStop. That's actually like, uh, I think it's Fallout Games out here is very big with the retro yeah. stuff. Yeah. I haven't been out there. I need to go check that place out. I hear a lot about it. Yeah, I've been there once. They're pretty cool. Yeah, they have some arcades, yeah. stand-up arcades. Yeah, very some good stuff. Actually, I should probably go check them out to see if we can do some kind of sponsorship with them or whatnot because a lot of the uh, like old-school consoles, I was very surprised when I went there. I think the most expensive console I saw that was old-school, I think, was a N64 and that was like 80 bucks but everything else was like from 40 to 60 like wasn't even like you're I'm like original Nintendo was like 40 bucks I was like really I was like I was expecting like bigger really? prices on this stuff you could oh, you should dude, just come crazy. out here to a swap meet and the N64 with controllers and stuff and one game is like 30 40 bucks at the swap meet I need to do Dang. that cuz I need to get a N64 <laughs> again yeah I need to uh I want to get a Super Nintendo again I love to that system I have one me too. <laughs> I, I was dumb and got rid of it when I was when I was younger. Aww. So that was my fail. Actually, <laughs> interesting question. So, uh, Raven, did you work for that kind of game place, the retro one? Yeah, I was an uh, unofficial assistant manager for three play and trades. There was one on 35th and Bethany. There was one on 7th and Bell. And then we had one that freshly opened up in Chandler. 
But after I left, it kind of fell apart because the guy who owned it was not very smart. And he 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 was one of those guys that got suckered into it by his other friend who said, oh, video games, you'll get lots of money making blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, you have to have a passion for video games to be able to have those kind of stores because you're not going to make a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the, the reason I bring it up because Matthew, I was talking about it with him yesterday when I was talking about trading in old consoles to like Bookman's and stuff like that. And when they turned around, they would take everything from the console but give you a controller back but you're like i can't <laughs> use this controller did you guys ever do stuff like that no we took the controllers because we had an on-site mechanic who would fix controllers and stuff like even like if you guys have troubles with your controllers you could send them to me and i could fix them like if it has to do with anything with soldering you might as well just toss the controller mm. but anything else oh, yeah. you know easy fixes open it clean it move a couple things around put it back together done fixed <laughs> very cool nice I think we also did consoles too. We got a lot of Xbox 360 consoles because they always red ringed. But like that was just a cash cow in itself because we already knew like there's no point in fixing your 360 because they were made crappy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was not until they got the slim where they actually fixed everything that they missed. Yeah, messed up. which I thought was always I had a, oh. I had a 360 red ring. Yeah. Now, yeah, what always happened with me with the, the red rings is the uh, I would get it. I got the red ring. I was like, okay. And then I looked at my receipts like, oh, I still have the warranty. Go back to Best Buy, get a brand new system. But the console price kept dropping every time I go back in. So they're like, you have an extra $50 credit. What do you want to do with it? I'm like, oh, nice. I'll go ahead and get the two-year warranty again. And it just every time it just seemed to keep lining up with that where – I would ha I get a new console, so I was like, when people were like, "Oh, well, you get the Red Ring of Death," I'm like, "Do you know how many?" Yeah, I've been. I was like, I went through I think three, uh, three sixty consoles, and people were like, "Oh, that sucks." You had to go through so many. I'm like, "Yeah, but I didn't pay a dime." It's the thing like paid for itself, so I was like, "I'm fine with that." I only had one. I think I was like 17, and I saved up all my cash and got the, the 360 Elite, the black one. Ah, uh, yeah. It, it red ringed when I first turned it on. But then after a while, it just kept going and going. And then finally one day, I was just like, no, nope, I'm going to get the new one because the Slim had come out. And I never had a red ring after that. Very yeah, cool. I got the Slim and I was fine too. I did it. I had to like ship mine to Microsoft and wait for them to send me the replacement and all that stuff. But um, it was a it was a sad day when mine red ringed for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was playing Assassin's Creed too. Oh, were you? And, uh, yeah, and I did it. Yeah, I think I was playing uh, when the first Red Ring. I was playing Rock Band, uh, <laughs> and then yeah. the second time at Red Ring, I was playing Left for Dead, and that was the thing I really got mad when I when I went into Best Buy to bring it in. The guys like, "Well, did a Red Ring?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, are you bringing everything back in with it? You could just brought the console." I'm like, "Well, no one tells me these things." But the guy was like, "He's like, are you sure Red Wing?" I'm like, "No." I was a quiet evening at home playing video games and realized, you know what? I want to waste 20 minutes of my life, come down to the store to try to get a brand new console. I'm like, "No, I have better things to do." <laughs> he was one of those elite neckbeard dudes, huh? Who Probably. Like, oh, you play video games? Do you even know what they're about? <laughs> I'd be like, "Sir, I owned a ColecoVision, so shut your hole. You don't even know what that is. Step aside. Yeah. Step aside, child with a beard." Anytime I had uh, employees that would act like that, I'm just like, guys, you got to understand from their perspective. Not all people play video games like we do. We are surrounded by them. And back at Play and Trade, we could actually play the games at work because we had all the consoles set up, whatever. We had retron so we could play all the old games. And they'd get all nice. snooty about it and like, calm down, guys. Not everybody is you. <laughs> Actually, I think that's a cool idea that you were able to play those games because if someone comes in like with an old school game, they're like, I'm, I'm looking to get a game. I don't know what uh, you have any recommendation. At least you've played some of the stuff that you can actually tell them about. 
Yeah, versus at GameStop, you're not allowed to play any games. You're not even allowed to play the demos. You can't even lean against the counters. You have to be standing all the time. And it's all about numbers. You had to have, like, at least two items per transaction. You had to have at least ten uh, new memberships per week. It's probably ridiculous now, but it's just ridiculous. Yeah, now with the credit card. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's right. They did, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I go to GameStop, I try to buy at least two items because I feel bad for them. <laughs> I never go to GameStop. I used to, but I don't do it anymore. Yeah, they're um, they're done for me. I've been doing Amazon purchases, but you know, sometimes I just don't want to wait for the shipping, and the GameStop's right around the corner, so I get the thing. Yeah. But I always buy mostly new items. GameStop doesn't make any money off of new items. Oh. Yeah, like with a console okay. purchase, and this is with any uh, like Best Buy or whatever. Buy yeah. a uh, Xbox One console. They make five bucks off of that console because all of the cost goes to the packaging, the marketing, uh, the actual company, the people who made the console, and uh, the five dollars that the store gets goes from uh, goes to like all the electricity bills. I think like the 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 employers get like maybe like thirty cents from that purchase. Huh. Out of the. I've been buying. My- I've been buying my games at Best Buy. Yeah, they mark up everything ridiculous. But they the same with the consoles. They only make about $5 off of a yeah. console. Yeah, though Best Buy, uh, like that's the thing. I usually try to find like the best deals. Of course, we'll probably jump into that with the best deals for the holidays and everything like that. Like Target had that buy three, you know, buy two, get one free, which I was like, that's a perfect deal. But even Best Buy, it was like yeah. – what I love about Best Buy sometimes though is they'll actually mark something wrong and they have to honor that. Because when I went to get Dying Light, they had like the Xbox One and the PlayStation Four, and the PlayStation Four was like twenty nine ninety nine, and the Xbox One was like thirty nine ninety nine. So I was like, I'll go with the PlayStation Four. I need more games for it. Go to the register guy, like yeah. rings it up. He's like thirty nine ninety nine. I'm like, it said twenty nine ninety nine back there. He goes back there. He's like, Yep, you're right. Ten dollars off. I was like, Yes. So they have to like honor <laughs> their stuff now. So it's just funny. I was like, Yeah, you might want to take that sign down back there. <laughs> but um, yeah, if we want to. Do we want to talk a little bit more about Fallout? Because I know we went all over the place. So should we just dive into the deals that are coming out for the holiday season? Um, I, I mean, I could keep going into Fallout, but I wrote that review. It pretty much kind of touched on everything. Yeah, if you kind of want to give some uh, some points on, from your review, go for it. I'm kind of intrigued to hear it. Yeah, let me, let me bring this up. Sorry, guys. I have to go on the internet. Oh, no, you're good. <laughs> no, that's fine. Okay, so... Um, Oh, wow. I put a lot of praise into this. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of the things that uh, were pretty cool, just some key points, uh, the customization just for everything, your guns, uh, your outfits. You can have like things underneath your armor so that it makes you look cooler. Um, I made my character look kind of like Mad Max with the road leathers underneath and all the spaldings. Uh, that's awesome. Sweet. Um, the fact that food is an important role again. I don't know if you remember from Fallout 3, like food, you were constantly eating food to keep your health up, which I'm still yeah. trying to understand. How do you consume all that food <laughs> <laughs> and drink all that water? Like at one point I was getting attacked by something and my health was going low and I drank like nine purified waters. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm not waterlogged. Yeah, right. I'm not throwing up water. Um, <laughs> stim packs are – they're not – as far and few between as I thought they were when I started playing the game, but it's more expensive to buy stem packs. Yeah. So it's easier to just like kill a Yao Guai, grill the meat to get rid of the rads and just eat that to, to cover your health. 
Oh. I always crack up when I'm I'm grilling food and my character is just like leaning up against like this <laughs> cinder block, like cooking. He's <laughs> just like, oh, I look so relaxed right now, making my fucking grilled death claw meat. <laughs> or like sitting in front of the pot and just like stirring it. <laughs> yeah, it was like with uh, Skyrim when you would do that. Yeah, they pulled a lot of sounds from Skyrim. The same sounds you make to make food and cook food is the same in Fallout 4. We were actually, uh, we kind of talked about that last night, Steve and I. Um, it, it seems like this is kind of a reskin of like Skyrim in a way. Yeah. Um, and then I was thinking like, well, crap, we could have had like a next-gen Skyrim if you like think about it. But obviously the the, the time and effort they put into to making the game is many, many years. But um I can't wait for the next Elder Scrolls game. Yes. Yeah, you, you know they'll drop that. After playing this. Yeah, you know they'll drop that. They'll be all like, yeah, so uh, Fallout 4, everyone's like, all oh, the DLCs are out. You guys loved it and stuff like that. Yeah, so uh, your bank account's going to suck next year because you're Skyrim. You're like, oh, you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> dragons. <laughs> can't deny the dragons. But, um, no. Campsites. Oh, oh, oh not, not campsites, but um, the fact that you can have settlements. That is the coolest thing ever, and it's it's. I'm focusing on one settlement, which is sanctuary. I'm pretty sure everybody else is, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the smart way to go because you only can pick up so many resources, give your part companion so many resources, and then pick up more. Right. But uh, the fact that you can have them in different areas, and that way you don't have to keep traveling. Like, oh, I'm kind of injured. I need to go rest. Let me go back all the way to sanctuary and then come all the way back. I I enjoy being with the Minutemen and, and recruiting other settlements. And, all that stuff. Although, yeah, I, I, I definitely signed up with the Minutemen as well. I was like, might as well do it and check it out and see how it goes. So, um, their storyline's been cool so far. Definitely keep an eye on your settlements, though, um, and your miscellaneous okay. missions, because I randomly okay. had some super mutants attack a settlement that had no defense. Ooh, ouch. Luckily, I saved before the actual attack happened. But I went to go do another mission. I saw the mission. I was like, eh, whatever, they'll be fine. And it said, I, it said I failed the mission, so I had to reload, go in, and help them and all that stuff. Oh, that's always great. So do you get like notified when, um, say, Sanctuary is being attacked? There probably was a notification, and I just wasn't paying attention. Because <laughs> right now, um, I guess my, my Sanctuary in my game is uh, – pretty not well def- like defend- defended so i should probably get on that and, and get some better stuff over there so as long as especially if super mutants are going to be coming through just randomly as long as you have some sort of defense like i've had yaogwais come into sanctuary but um you know some kind of defense they'll be able to defend themselves give them some guns obviously and at least one bullet type of that gun they can defend themselves but like this was a new settlement that i had just gotten it was in the far right corner of the map where nothing else was they had no defense they were just farmers with no guns and they got attacked by super mutants rampage farm remember was we didn't have super mutants (laughs) Uh, yeah I, i was uh I was walking along a path and came across a couple of super mutants, and I instantly turned around and said, "Nope, not today." <laughs> <laughs> Got out of there. I was like, "I can." There's no way in heck I'd be able to be able to defeat these guys right now. There's a bunch of hospitals that are full with super mutants, and I just went through one before this other mission that had a crap ton of super mutants. But there were at least twenty of them in there, and I had to keep oh, like man. I had to keep kiting them, and I had to keep like hiding behind things, and then like going in and going out, because like when they have that fat man or that fat boy, yeah, oh my mm. god, they just rip through you. That it's like 
Oh, yeah, for sure. If you see one running with one and you see that, like, glow that happens, shoot them in the hand that's holding it. It'll explode, okay. but make sure you're far back before you do it. <laughs> okay. It'll explode it, it'll kill them, and it'll kill whatever's in their vicinity. Ah, good tip. Have you come across any legendary characters? Yes. Have you guys? I've only come across one legendary raider, and um, I sniped him in the head from far away and took him. It, it was nothing. I just I was able to take him out, but um, he had like a, a legendary piece of um, right arm raider gear or something like that. But that's it. Was that the one that slows down time by twenty percent? Um, I don't I don't remember. I'd, I'd have to look at it. No, actually, it was uh, it boosted up your melee attack by some percentage. Okay, because I found one off of a legendary. I don't know what it was, but um, if my health is at twenty percent, it slows down time like jet. So that way I can, oh. like, put health or shoot things or run away or whatever. Oh, that's kind of cool. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I've also run into uh, – well, Chris, he ran into a legendary Deathclaw. And luckily he saved before he started aggroing it because he started shooting it in the head and it was, like, a sliver of damage <sighs> taken out. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's also Swan. Have you guys found Swan yet? No. I don't think so. He is, like – um. How do I describe him? He's like a, a steroided out Meyer Lurk, kind of like Larry the Lobster from SpongeBob SquarePants, but like <laughs> seven foot tall. Oh, geez. And he, yeah, I have not. He sits in the middle of yet. a pond in Boston. Like you find the Cheers bar, there's okay. a pond, and a swan is just there. He won't aggro if you're not close to him or anything, but if you shoot him or you're within a good distance, he'll just like wreck your shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I haven't even I haven't been to Boston. I haven't even gotten to Diamond City yet. So yeah, I'm that's like kind of the next town that's on around. my list is Diamond City. Do it because there's a lot of vendors there. You can buy a lot of crap. Yeah, that you yeah need. that's what I need okay. to do. Cool. Um, yeah, I, need, I need better armor and better weapons, so I should, I'll probably do Diamond City today. Yeah, I had a dog meet with me for a while, and or maybe Chris did it. Sometimes I mix up our games because we both play so much. <laughs> um, one of us, we had dog meat with us, and a legendary alpha dog or an alpha dog came out and attacked us. It had a skull and a star next to it or something. Okay. Uh, that was ridiculous. Um, I went on a mission for the Brotherhood. Or it was like a distress signal, and you find like some Brotherhood of Steel people who have died, and there was a, a legendary ghoul. It was one of the irradiated ghouls, the green oh, ones. Oh, yeah. Okay. And every time he does that explosion thing, he brings other ghouls back to life. Oh, jeez. Yeah, they changed it from the old one. It used to be if you um, if you use some kind of weapon, it would heal him. I can't remember which one. But, yeah, he'll keep bringing them back to life. And then, like, you get them to a, the legendary characters. You get them to a certain point, and they, like evolve or whatever and then they have max health again and it's like i just got you down oh, to man. low health oh, man. now i have to do it again <laughs> well the i look forward in this game are so fast yeah they're scary they're like uh day of the dead or no no no, no um 28 days later zombies mm. yeah i was telling steve that last night there's like i was um around some like train depot and they started coming out from underneath the ground mm-hmm and I, I was taking them off, and all of a sudden, like four or five of them got in this pack, and they like they get on all fours, and then they just like romp right through like to you, and it's, they're so fast. I'm like, oh crap, I gotta get out of here. And then they do that like jump, tuck, and roll thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Rule of thumb for you guys, since you guys aren't as far into. I know you've played Fallout Three, but 
basically rule of thumb with fallout is if it's an open irradiated area, expect death claws. If it's an okay. underground irradiated area, expect ghouls. Okay. So if you go into the subway station, which I'm kind of adamant to go into, you're going to find a crap ton of ghouls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, I did not know that with the death claw one, but I did know that because every time I go into a subway station, there's just ghouls like everywhere I go. So I'm like, I just kind of accepted that. I'm just like, all right, time for some subway ghouls, you know. But yeah, I did not know that with the uh, death claws, though, because that has happened where it was like, especially when I walked to that town, it was just all like, all right, a settlement of death claws. Perfect. Yeah, and then if it's highly irradiated near the ocean or any body of water, Meyer lurks are there. Yeah, those little. For sure. Those little pain in the ass. They, uh, yeah, man, they've, uh, they've took me out a couple times this, uh, this game. <laughs> those things are scary. Oh, there's a. Not like giving away too much because people have already posted it, but there's a mission that you do, and it's a homage to Alien, Ridley Scott's Alien. Oh, yeah? Nice. It's just like clusters of eggs of uh, baby Meyer lurks that come out and try to like kill you. And there's like, <laughs> I, I can't see anything else. I can't see anything else, but it's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. I've been noticing they've been doing that with a lot of stuff. They're hiding like Easter eggs all over the place. Like, uh, like again, like you said, like they, t they, hi they had the cheers bar in Boston. Like they did like a reference to that. Um, some of the other, I forgot some of the other Easter eggs. They, actually, somebody did a side by side comparison. There was like a video I was watching where they're actually like, how well did fallout like do Boston? And they actually did pretty well with mapping like the area areas and stuff like that with how it looks um like from it's like today and then like post-apocalyptic you know kind of thing so it's like they really did take their time and effort with that yeah and they also have to condense you know for the game you can only put so much because i remember playing fallout new vegas and my mom lives in las vegas mm -hmm. the area that she lives in is where the great cons actually are settled <laughs> oh, it's, it was cool. it was so weird like going to visit her after playing that game and i was like oh this is over here and this is where they had all the slaves and this is where kaiser's legion was <laughs> she saw like going through people's yards looking for stuff like hey where's some what are you doing that's all right fallout new vegas yeah, my yard. <laughs> well, funny enough, uh, I was driving with my buddy to go visit my mom, and I was running low. I was on E, and I was like, oh, crap, I only have like 30 miles to go. I see this sign that says gas 25 miles, so we take it. It's a single road, and it's dark, and I'm like, we're going to get murdered, some kind of Texas Chainsaw Massacre <laughs> thing's going to happen. We get to this little mom-and-pop place, and they're not open. I'm like, damn, we're really going to get murdered. There's nobody here. <laughs> And I, we had to wait till the sun came up for it to open to get gas and all that stuff. Where ha I had stopped my car was actually Lake New Vegas. And that was where uh, Kaiser's Legion had all of the slaves. And I was pointing out, I was like, oh, that's where the slaves were. And these are where the Meyer Lakes would be. And as soon as the sun had rose up, I realized my car would have gone into the lake because they, oh, they had a port where you could like drive your boat into the water and uh, I stopped just uh, in time. <laughs> yeah, but crazy. it's pretty cool driving to Vegas after playing New Vegas and seeing all of the references and stuff. That's really cool. Yeah. But um, yeah, so uh, Raven, uh, how far are you in probably you say the story mission, mission uh, story missions right now? Um I would have to say I'm one mission behind where I'm about to find out what happened to my son. Okay. And I stopped that, but I'm farther in the Minutemen story okay. than I am in the main story. Well, most likely the main story now, You would you assume like it's probably very short? It's usually not that long. 
like the main yeah. quest stories because they basically want you to be like, well, you could just do the main story quest, but you kind of want to do all the other stuff around you, you know, beforehand. Because that that would like happen to me with Fallout Three. Like I'm one mission away of finishing the storyline, and I had no idea that I was, so I stopped and started doing all the side quests. So, and I just realized when I was playing, I was like, wow, the story missions aren't that long. Like they weren't that long in this one, you know. For like, like I'm thinking of Skyrim where it's all like. You have to go to this tower. You have to learn how to speak to dragons. You have to go here. You have to go there. It's like a lot of more traveling. Like when Fallout 3 was just all like, so you go here, 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 here. And then you realize it's just a small little cluster of stuff that you hit for the main story. You're like, wow, I didn't explore anything in this place. I'm hoping that like in Fallout New Vegas, all of my side stories will affect the main story. But it's kind of feeling like Fallout 3 where it's like, well, you could just do the main story and everybody else really doesn't matter. Because I've joined up with the Minutemen in the Brotherhood of Steel. Mm-hmm. I don't know if yeah. they'll be relevant to the story, but who knows? So this one also seems like I'm having a hard time to determine if I'm playing as more on the good side, neutral, or uh, bad. It, it's I'm not really seeing like a, a, a meter or anything to let me know kind of where I stand. Yeah, they kind of got rid of the karma system. But I'm, Thank you, the karma system. Yeah. I'm assuming if you're not on the side of the raiders, you're good. Because was it the raiders that you get good karma for killing? There's some faction in the game you get good karma for killing them. And I know you should be able to side with the super mutants and the raiders and all those guys, but it's it's probably really hard. Just like in New Vegas, it's really hard to join Kaisar's Legion, and they're like the the big the big bad guys. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Or maybe they just want us to be good. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I mean, try to find your son. Yeah. So. I mean, I've I've stolen lots of crap from people in the game, and you don't hear the the signature sound and see the little devil dude. Yeah. 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 I was wondering about that too, because I was all like, I I thought I was making good decisions and stuff of like that. I mean, especially with Fallout Three, when I would do it, I'm like, okay, good karma, and then like. I got mad at myself because when I shot, like, one of the aliens, because I thought it was just, like, a normal alien, but there was, like, worker aliens. It's, like, bad karma. I'm like, how was I? I'm like, they all look alike, you know? Right? <laughs> I'm like, sorry if that sounds very racist to aliens, but they do. <laughs> um, so, and then apparently they were talking about there's, like, a the one of the alien guns are in Fallout 4 that you can find, so... They, I found, um, do you rem- oh, no, you guys didn't play New Vegas. Yeah. In, in New Vegas, there was a super mutant who was the only female super mutant, and she ran a broadcast in Black Mountain Radio in Fall of New Vegas, and her name was Agatha, and she was so gaudy. She had uh, a really uh, a short bob uh, wig, blonde wig, some glasses, like cat eye glasses, and like this really ugly dress. She was horrible. In uh, the mission that I just finished, I rescued some dude from a radio station at the very, very top, maybe like 50 floors or something, full of super mutants. And uh, after I finished that, I got the super mutant companion and I got Agatha's dress. So I thought that was a cool callback to Fallout Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, because isn't this one, like, I know most of the stories, they don't line up with the, the Vegas cause it, or the Fallout games because they all take place in different areas. Because this one's supposed to be like the start of everything. Um, yeah, if 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 I had to line them up, this one would be like you do your thing, and then Fallout Three happens. And with New Vegas, I think it would have to line up. Like, have you guys beaten Fallout Three? Oh, it's yeah. you can go right ahead because I okay. haven't beaten it yet. Spoiler but alert. It's been out. Uh, it's been, okay. Look, the game came out in two thousand eight. It's my own fault if I don't know the <laughs> ending to it by now. Well, towards the end of the game, you uh, find the water purifier, and the water's pure for everybody to use. Um, Fallout New Vegas is right as that happens. 
Like, oh, okay. It's like maybe a day or two behind or ahead. I don't know, something like that. But um, the water is purified and it hasn't yet moved over to the west. And then like you get shot in the head and blah blah blah, fall out your base. <laughs> Yeah, because that's how I was trying to figure out. Because I know they talked about in Fallout 3, they talked about, like, some of the, the Brotherhoods of Steel taking place in, like, California and stuff like that. I know that's where, like, the first couple of Fallout games took place in. So, that's um. Yeah, uh, that's the BOS headquarters. That's where they started. So, which is kind of cool that it's, like, it's. Actually, to, honestly, I would say Fallout is kind of almost like the Legend of Zelda, where they can kind of create their stories wherever and then you have to piece together the time if you can piece together the timeline at least fallout 4 fallout games it looks like you can piece together the timeline unlike zelda we're like this is supposed to be the first one you're like yeah but now there's this game boy game that kind of is before the first one but it takes place <laughs> in an alternate dimension where nintendo we just fucked up your day you know kind of thing yeah. <laughs> and we all blame it on zelda yeah <laughs> did you guys play um fallout 1 or fallout 2 at all I think there was a, a, a another uh, off filter one in there as well. I played a little bit of tactics, but I'm very bad at tactics games. So. <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. playing. Yeah, because this was when it was by Interplay, um, old old gaming company. Um, but yeah, I, I yeah I remember playing that because it reminded me when I was playing it. It was like I'm like, oh, this is kind of like Diablo because it had that top down view and doing all that kind of stuff, which I thought was really interesting. And it wasn't until Bethesda got it, you know, for Fallout 3, that they're like, yeah, we're going to change everything. And you're like, holy crap. Like, they took this, like, kind of almost pretty much dead franchise and retooled it. So, but yeah, I remember playing the first yeah. ones. I don't know too much of it, but it did have that, like, getting out of the vaults, uh, you know, trying to get things together and, um, you know, rebuild stuff. And I know you Those got companions. the turn-based ones, right? Yeah. And then you had to get like, uh, you know, you get companions like it was like a really, really old school, like RPG feel to it. I definitely felt like um, with Fallout 4, they, they wanted you to get out of the vault as quickly as possible and just get into the wasteland and start start your game. First Fallout three. three. Yeah. And three, I felt like I was in there for quite a while, especially with I well, it makes sense with the story because you're basically a kid growing up in the vault. But um, yeah, this one, it's like, no, let's just throw you out into the game. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, not only like not only did they do that, which I thought was like a good like yeah, let's get out of the vault and stuff like that. I just felt like that story was really rushed though, because it's all like, oh hey, there's your wife. Oh, they they want a baby. Why are they taking you? Oh, she's dead. Oh, um, and then and then like I like it because it's like you kind of get out of there, you rush out, and then everyone's like, yeah, yeah, no, that happened like 200 years ago, and you're like, what? Like I'm what am I, Captain America now? Like I'm like I'm so out of time and place with everything. No, you're the Winter Soldier. Um, Your baby's Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you, 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 you heard my theory last. Uh, yeah, last that's. Week I was gonna. Fallout. I wanted to bring that up with your theory on uh, for Fallout Three with Fallout Four and everything like that. So, um, you playing the storyline and everything like that. Is it? Do you think it's adding up to that? I. It feels like it. I want to tell you this next mission that I'm about to do, what it's about, but I don't want to give away anything for anybody. Okay, I feel but, like I'm a, I'm a well, lot ahead of you guys. You are, um, but if you want to, because uh, I don't know, I don't think Matthew's heard it yet, but if you want to tell him your little theory about how this con game could possibly tie into Fallout 3. Um, oh, okay, so the theory is that they purposely, Vault-Tec purposely chose you because you have a baby, and they knew, oh, this is the day everybody's going to get nuked or whatever. Um, the reason being is that they wanted a pure baby that had no radiation damage, had no, had not been born into any kind of radiation to kind of watch them grow up and see the effects of the wasteland and the radiation on this newborn baby. And my theory was that your baby grows up to be the dad in Fallout 3. 
Oh, okay. It just okay. it just feels like it because he's he's smart. He's an intelligent guy. And uh-huh. your baby coming from your genes and your husband's genes being, you know, the military background and I assume that your spouse was a smart person, uh, with no radiation damage, no chemicals, no no drugs, no anything, just grows up yeah. to be smart. I like that. And then they take over the world. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, when you said that, I was like, that's a good idea. But then even when I was like, well, I don't know. I thought this. And then I just realized, like, oh, that's right. You were frozen for 200 years. I'm like, it could actually line up. Like, that's what I love about some yeah. games. They could just toss in a little bit. It's all like, it's like, yeah, but the year started here. It's like, uh, frozen stuff. I don't know. Just 200. Yeah. That's, okay. We can do that. Yeah. And you just accept it. Yeah. You just accept it. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'll take it. Well, and the fact that. Fallout 4 is right before Fallout 3, and the area is somewhat similar. Mm. It uh-huh. makes complete sense. Boston's not that far from D.C. Yeah, I was going to say it'd be interesting to see like near the end of the game if there's any direction or a line or dialogue where they talk about D.C. and like relocating or, or mm. something like that. That'd be cool. Or like the DLC takes you to D.C. or something. Yeah, could, yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. I'm... Speaking of DLC, do you have the DLC for Fallout 3, Steve? Yes, I have. Um... Oh, actually, that's a weird thing I wanted to bring up, too. So I have Fallout 3, and I ended up when they released them on discs. Um, mm-hmm. The Fallout thing. So I bought the first two discs, installed them into my thing. So I have, you know, the the first four that came out. The only one I had to buy was um, the Zeta one because they never released that on disc until it became the uh, Game of the Year edition. Um, yeah. So I I go to install it to my Xbox One to play it on that one because it's backwards compatible now. It only registers that I bought the Zeta one. It doesn't register the other two, even though they're installed on my Xbox 360. And I'm like, oh. I would say that it's a bug. That's what I'm thinking yeah. because I took the code and installed the code onto the Xbox One that they give you. Like mm-hmm. you can play it on the thing, and the same thing came up where it only registers that I bought one of them. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> it looks like I'm finishing this thing on 360 then. So, um, it it kind of makes sense because they specifically have games, the certain games that are on discs that are backwards compatible. Technically, the DLC discs are not on the list. Uh, so it wouldn't be backwards compatible. I mean, you can buy them again uh, for like I think they're like four ninety nine, but I'm like I already own them, so I'm like I'm just gonna finish the game on the Xbox three sixty because everything's there. So I was like, all right, but now that I know that, then I'm like, all right, I won't have to. I guess if you I, bought, would, hmm? I was gonna say I would go on the Xbox forums or call uh, Microsoft and tell them about that because that's not. I mean, I have the Game of the Year edition too, and it's all discs. And I was thinking about, oh, I'm gonna put Fallout three on my Xbox one, and mm-hmm. now I kind of. I'm hesitant to, because I haven't finished um, some of the DLC. I can't remember which one. Yeah, I have two DLCs to finish. I think I have the Pit and uh, the South one, or the Swampland one. That's the one that I need to finish. There was four of them, right? Operation Anchorage, the Pit, um, the Swamp one, and then Zeta. Zeta, yeah. Yeah, Zeta, so I did... The Pit one... You're gonna you're gonna hate it because there's this uh, achievement. You know which achievement I'm talking about. Yeah. Where you have to find all these little ingots, and you have to find a hundred of them. You know how many ingots I found? Ninety nine. Ninety nine. Ninety nine ingots. <laughs> I um, I I I totally understand that because the same thing happened with me with Operation Anchorage. I don't know if I can go back into the simulator and find it, or I have to start a brand new game to get them. But I missed one of the the cases there. Zeta, I did the same thing. I missed one of the cassette tapes or the hollow tapes. I'm like, are you serious? Like, I went through every room looking for this thing. So I'm like, I have 24 and there's supposed to be 25. So I'm like, okay. 
So I just learned, I was just looking at it like, you know what? I'm probably never going to get these ones because they're just like, they're apparently, they're like, I bet there's like a glitch where it's all like, you had to grab this one before you grab this one, and then this fifth one just disappears or some stupid crap like that. Yeah. I um I had the same like kind of scenario happen with me with the uh, the bobbleheads. Oh, um, yeah. I, I got them all except for one, and it's my fault because I messed up. And um, it was in one of the levels where after you leave, you can't go back in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I forgot to get it, and I didn't save, and I, I can't get it. The last one. Oh, man. Luckily, it was, luckily it was with Fallout 4, they've made it a little more apparent where the bobbleheads are. Like, I just finished a mission, and after getting these people to safety, the bobblehead was, like, right there under a light. So oh, nice. now I have to. Uh, do you do you remember what mission this is? Because I was attempted to go back and try to start following some of the bobbleheads in Fallout Three, and I had no idea there was like places I can't go back to if it's there or not. It's it's later in the game. Um, and Raven, maybe this might spark a memory for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you go into like this facility or something like that, and at the end of it, something happens where it blows up, and there's like a bunch of rubble and stuff that that falls down after you leave out of it. And um, unfortunately, I know, you're not allowed to get back. I, know, I don't know if it's, it might be a vault. Or, no, I know exactly what I, you're talking about. You're talking about the Enclave's uh, tower because I just finished that and I turned around and it's blocked now. Oh, yeah, I picked that, up that, a crap. So, crap. Yeah, that. okay, so I missed out on that one. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, you don't know because what I hate, That's like – what I hate though is like the the guides online. Some of them are really way off on stuff. Like one was talking about how one of the bobbleheads was in um, uh, the one the sheriff's uh, house for um, Megaton, and uh-huh. I'm like, okay, so I go in there. But the one they described is like the muscle perk one, and I'm like, okay. But then I, l- I go like, well, it wasn't in here, but I already have like I think I have three bobbleheads so far, and none of them are the muscle ones. So I'm like, I think. People got like this thing because I'm like I have the medic one, I have the intelligent one, and then I have like this uh, the speaking one or something like that. Yeah. So it's just very random that I don't think everybody's is lined up with that. But yeah, what I hate with the player's guide too is like I like the player's guide, but going through it, it doesn't tell you some of this stuff. Like to me, being in that mission because I was reading over everything, making sure I don't miss anything, that would have been a perfect opportunity. Going like, oh, there's a bobblehead in here. Like I'm like, oh, okay, where? Like it didn't mention that at all in that mission. Yeah. I'm thinking in Fallout 4, they realized their mistakes in the older ones, and I don't think they're putting bobbleheads in places where you can't get them anymore. Because the mission that I just did, I thought, oh, maybe I can't go to the top of the tower anymore, and like, what if I had missed that bobblehead? And I realized, oh, I can go back up and I can shoot the rest of the, you know, because there was a lot of places that I hadn't really searched because I was just like, oh, these people are attacking me. Let me just get rid of them first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, no, you can take the scaffolding all the way back up and pick things up. And if you miss the bobblehead, you can go back up and go get it. Oh, that's good. I'm glad they did I that because they had that biggest I glitch. Oh, I was just ahead, sorry. oh sorry. I was just saying. I think they had that biggest glitch too with Skyrim. Every time you go for like a dragon soul, like some of them <laughs> wouldn't register. Mm-hmm. That was so annoying. Yeah, uh, Matthew, what were you gonna? I think I've only found. I think I've only found three bobbleheads so far in the fourth game. Same. Did you do the one with the uh, the radio guy? Um, with the radio guy. What do oh you wait, mean? you probably haven't if you haven't gone to Boston. If you're traveling through Boston, yeah, there's gonna be like five radio signals that'll pop up, and okay. uh, one is a distress signal. Well, it's not a distress signal, but the guy is in distress. And if you go help him and, you know, you get the bobblehead and you get a new companion. His, his signals all like, I'm not in distress, people. I'm just having a good time. They show up. He's all like, no, I'm, I'm, I got fucking problems, dude. You got to help me. 
<laughs> I, I found one um, clearing out where the Raiders were in Lexington. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found another one at a, um, it was a big satellite dish uh, our area that was kind of outside of Sanctuary. Yes. With a bunch of super mutants? No, there weren't super mutants there when I went. Yeah, I um, I know what you're talking about, Matthew. I did that with the the huge satellite dish thing, and there was a couple. There was like a dog yeah. in there, and like a couple of raiders that attacked yeah. me. Yep. Have you guys found dog armor yet? Yes, Matthew so has. Awesome. <laughs> My little dude's wearing it, and it's got like spikes on it. <laughs> Mine's got it too, and then I have the skull bandana on him. Oh, that's <laughs> cool. Yeah, I have a bandana. I should throw it on. Okay, yeah, so I'm going to ask the dumb question because, again, no one – they didn't give me a tutorial. Do you just trade it with them and they put it on? You trade it with them and then you have to hover over the item on their side and hit Y to equip it. Oh, okay, because I did give yeah. him a bandana because I found a bandana. I was like, oh, I should give him a bandana. And I'm like, I just gave it to him and it's all like, okay, well, all right. Enjoy. Yeah, I have Piper <laughs> wearing completely different stuff. I have real armor on her so she doesn't die like a bitch right. like she normally does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you guys used dog meat to, like, locate um, items for you or find enemies? I have. Actually, today I was going to try to get him to get the cryolator. Nice. <laughs> There's a glitch. You take him down to Vault 111 to get that cryolator that you can't pick. Actually, I think I can pick that lock now. Oh, so okay. It really yeah. doesn't matter. I heard, about that. I heard about that. Yeah. And he's supposed to get it for you. Yeah, I was watching uh, Malik on uh, Nerdist Play. And he did it. The only problem that you have is trying to get dog meat to go down. Like some people can't get dog meat to go down on the elevator with you. Uh-huh. It like bugs out. But if once you get them down, you, you can get the cryolator. I would get it now if uh, before they patch yeah, it. Yeah, I was just about to say, after the show, <laughs> I'm yeah, jumping sure. on and I'm going to go get that weapon now. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do that as well. Have you guys gotten the junk jet? No, I haven't, but I saw videos about it. It is so cool. Especially because I pick pick up everything. It is so cool. It's basically the callback to the rocket launcher from Fallout 3. I used Uh to take that and put, like, cigarettes in it and kill super mutants with cigarettes. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. But yeah, somebody made a. Oh, I, no, when you were talking about that, where you, you you could use that stuff for like ammo and everything that, because I was talking to Matthew, I was like, yeah, because in Skyrim you'd pick up the stuff you need, and there'd be like other stuff that you're like, well, I can't do anything with this, I can't sell it or whatnot. So I took that same kind of idea when I went to Fallout Three, and wasn't picking up a lot of stuff. And they were like, oh yeah, you can construct this with Deathclaw stuff, and I was all like, oh crap. So now in Fallout Four, I'm like grabbing everything because I'm like, oh, I could probably use it for something, you know, kind of thing. And then you're like overburdened, and you're like, hey dog, take some of this and stuff. So it's like, it's like ashtray. Yeah, I'll take 20 of these. I need these, you know. And even if you can't use it to make a weapon, you can use it as resources for your place. Yeah. Because I've, exactly. I've just been every run, I collect until I'm just about over encumbered, give it to Dog Meter, whoever's with me, collect more till I'm just about over encumbered, and then travel back to where, you know, Sanctuary is and start building crap. Like, I'm trying to build, you know, walls around so that people can't just walk in. They have to go in and funnel in or whatever. Mm-hmm. Nice, good call. I like, uh, just like you mentioned in your review, Raven, um, the custom ability in this game is awesome. I love, like, going onto the weapon workbench and just seeing how I can modify my guns and, you know, put new new handles and and up the uh, ammo capacity, uh, capability, you know, what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And it's, uh, yeah, it's great. And you just, like, see the stats go up or down, and, yeah, it's awesome. Love it. Before we uh, transfer over to gamer news, mm-hmm. what are the top three rare weapons that you've found so far? Um, whew, I don't even know if I could really answer that question. Um, I guess right now 
the the newest one I found that I've been using is a uh, a hunting rifle. I haven't found a sniper rifle yet, but I've also got one of the uh, like Preston has one of those uh, the face when you when you go into uh, Concord and you pick up the short plasma rifle or, mm-hmm. or laser rifle. Mm-hmm. Um, I use that one. I put a scope on it, so I use that one for distance and just uh, line it up to where I do headshots. And that one's been working for me. Too, the musket so. that you recharge. Yeah, the musket. Which yes, that was very yes. confusing when I got that. I was all like, reload! And I was like, rant, rant. I'm like, this is not the perfect time to be reloading when there's five guys <laughs> shooting at me. Yeah. Fuck this musket. But it is, very, it is very powerful. Uh, yeah. I would have to say probably the musket is the, like, I have a couple of pistols, maybe like a small, I think it's called a small, like, laser something kind of gun, but it's nothing like too powerful. The musket, like, I haven't found pretty much anything. Again, it's like, I think I've been to like two major towns and that's it. Nice. What about you, Ribbon? I've got a couple of them. Besides the junk jet, that one's pretty cool. Um, I found a 10 millimeter handgun that does more damage at night. What? Oh, cool. Yeah, it, and it doesn't do as much damage during the day, but at night it's like ridiculous. I headshot a bunch of like super mutants with it. It takes out a huge chunk of their life. Um, I found some night scope, a uh, night scoped uh, sniper rifle, and a combat shotgun that does ridiculous damage. Um, I pick up so many weapons, but I it just kind of stick to like sniper rifle, handgun, and shotgun. Mm. That seems to be good. Yeah. And I, I have a laser. Oh, uh, when you side with the Brotherhood of Steel for the first time and go and meet them at the Boston police station, he if you do some missions for him, he'll give you a gun. It's called um, it's a named laser rifle, but it does ridiculous damage. Mm. It's awesome. Awesome. It has a high cool. crit chance. Oh, cool. Yeah, I I haven't really done um, critical hits because when I'm in the VAT system, it gives me the option to hit X to do a critical shot. Mm-hmm. But I don't for whatever reason I haven't tried it yet. It's pretty cool. I mean, you your character yourself itself can crit on a hit. Like when you hit um, somebody with a laser weapon and they turn to ash, that was a crit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I took a I took a. Um, I just told my Xbox to record a video of that happening. I thought it was really cool. <laughs> or if you like shoot somebody in the head and their head explodes, that is also a crit. Yeah. Okay. But cool. if you yourself have that crit meter fill up and you want to like do more damage, like I always save it for a boss or somebody who's really strong. Once you hit them with that crit, it does a lot more. It doesn't always do a one hit kill, but it will do more damage than normal. Hmm. Okay, cool. It's very helpful in a tight spot. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's actually always my favorite, especially like if you do a critical hit and you like either blow off their leg or like their arm or something like that. It's just all like, yep, you dumb fucked up. I like when you're <laughs> shooting the ghouls and their head like slices off. Yes. The top part just goes up. <laughs> so yeah, they've done a uh, done a lot of cool stuff with that game. So uh, as Matthew and I will be doing after this show is done recording, jumping in and we're like, we're gonna get that shit now. Let's stop. Let's get everything before they fix the glitches. So um, heck yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess before we uh, close out the show, we'll hit some gaming news. Um, let's see. Well, um, we could talk about uh, there is a few couple of stuff that's coming out, um, especially during the Black Friday. Apparently on uh, Thursday, uh, November 26th through Monday, November 3rd, uh, some select console bundles for the Xbox One will be available starting at 299 the lowest price ever for the Xbox One. You can also save $50 on any of our 12 Xbox holiday bundles, including... The Xbox uh, One with uh, with the Halo 5 Guardian Bundle. Um, you can purchase that at the Microsoft Store, Best Buy, Amazon, GameStop, or Walmart. They also have the new Xbox One Elite, uh, which you can purchase at the Microsoft Store or GameStop. Um, of course, there's the Rise of the Tomb Raider Bundle. Um, 
Fallout 4 bundle and the Xbox One uh, one terabyte FIFA. holiday bundle. Hmm? The FIFA bundle. Oh, the FIFA. I forget that one. Yeah, I was looking. <laughs> where is the FIFA bundle? It's it's basically I don't know. Uh, oh, there. Which uh, article you're reading? I'm looking at the Major Nelson the, one. Okay, it's all of the major bundles that don't have Connect. Ah, uh, yes. So yeah, they do have that. They have like uh, the Xbox One Gears of War, um, Lego Movie. They have the FIFA 16 one bit. Uh, special edition Gears of War. Uh, they have the Xbox One with the Connect bundle. Uh, actually, this is surprising to me. So the Xbox One uh, Madden NFL uh, 16 bundle and the Forza one are actually nearly sold out. Um, so wow. those, those might be like the top ones uh, for this uh, this year. Um, of course, uh, looks like GameStop is doing a couple of their own ones. Uh, they have like the PlayStation 4 will now be at like 34.99. You can do that one and get a um, the Battlefield, uh, the Battlefront stuff, and some classic Star Wars games to go with it, because uh, PlayStation and is now right, doing that. And right now, over 100 games are marked 60% off their normal price for Xbox Live Gold members. And those who are yeah, silver sure. members can get their yeah. live membership yeah. for only a dollar. Ooh. That's awesome. Is it just a, a month, or is it three months? Um, I haven't checked it yet, but I feel like it's going to be a month. Yeah, that would seem like it would make sense. Because I've seen for a dollar though, that's great. Yeah, I've seen some deals where like the the year is going for like forty bucks versus the normal sixty. That's yeah. normally what I do is um, as soon as I see one of those deals, I'll just stock up on them. Yeah. For a year. So. Yeah, no, that's actually kind of the what I like during the holiday season. They'll release those um, cards that will be like, oh, here's your you know full year game gamer membership, but it's marked down like twenty bucks. And that's why I always tell people, I'm like, if you're, I'm like, because basically you can use the card right when your membership runs out, and then boom, you're good to go. Like you don't have to worry about it charging your thing and everything. In fact, you can even type it in before your membership's up, and they'll be like, okay, your membership yeah. expires here, and your code won't be activated until this is over. So you're like, okay, kind of cool. Yeah. Like, so it doesn't really screw anything up, which I thought was a good idea. Um, yeah, I think mine renewed just yesterday. <laughs> oh, uh, some of but the... Yeah, a lot, a lot of the games that are on, on sale are some good games. Battlefield, Battlefield 4, uh, Dark Souls 2, Borderlands, Handsome Collection, Forza Horizon 2. Um, then there's a lot of, uh, like, the Escapist, bull, Blues and Bullets, Beyond Eyes, a lot of, um, what do they call them? I totally am a loss for words. But there's even uh, F1, FIFA 16, Forza 6, uh, Geometry Wars. I don't know if anybody remembers that game. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that game. Lego Batman, Lego Jurassic Park. But those are just the Xbox One games. They have a ton of 360 games that are backwards compatible. Yeah. And then even with the, um, uh, what's it called, uh, Nintendo Wii U, they have a couple of things that are coming out. A lot of the Amiibos that are going to be hot this year have come out. They come out with huge packs. Um course they have like i guess blast from the past bundles starting at like 269 dollars uh so you can get games like you know super mario 3d world with your console or squibble knots or uh, even raymond legends with some of the bundle deals with the wii u so in case you like nintendo and you're like i've been holding off on a wii u probably now is like the best time to buy because they really like the system's cheap and they got a lot of game selections out right now for it so um if you've been holding off on that, uh, let's see. What does PlayStation 4 have? I know they have their normal 349.99 for uh, you know the Uncharted collection, um, and that's all they have. Okay, thank you PlayStation for not being what I wanted you to be. I think they're waiting until the day of to release stuff. There we go. Oh, that's what I also forgot. They're also re-releasing. If you haven't played it yet, they're re-releasing for Xbox One and PlayStation for uh, the Deadpool game uh, remastered. Oh. So if people did not get yeah, to play. Didn't that just come out on Tuesday? Oh, uh, did it? Um, yep, yeah, now available. So, um, 
Oh, I've got a list of the best Nintendo Black Friday deals in the U.S. Oh, go for it. Nice. Like uh, Splatoon, 25 bucks. Mario Party 10, 25 bucks. Smash Bros, 25 bucks. That's ridiculous. That is low. really good, actually. Might yeah. make me want to pick up Splatoon now. Uh, Target has New Super Mario Brothers 2 for 15 bucks. Mario Kart 7 for 15 bucks. Animal Crossing New Leaf, $15. Dang. What else do we got? GameStop, of course, has a crap ton of stuff. Uh, Skyward Sword Link statue for 80 versus the 100 and something it used to be. Um, a lot of, like, ornament sets, snor- snow globes, pouch kits. Uh, let's see, what else? Lego Dimension Starter Pack for Wii U, 80 bucks. Guitar Hero Live, 70 Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate, 15 bucks pre-owned. Paper Mario, 15 bucks pre-owned. Pokemon White, Pokemon Black, 20 bucks. Toys R Us is also doing stuff. Amazon, Best Buy, and Kohl's. Kohl's? What? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Kohl's has started, like, I think it happened last year. Like, someone posted a picture going, like, okay. And they had, like, Xbox Ones and Kohl's now, which I'm like, I Most likely what ended up happening, because when when certain clothing stores try to get into the game, I... Industry, like not I should say interesting, but try to purchase games to sell at their store. They always get like I would I would not even classify them as third party games, but maybe fifth party games, like games you've never even heard of that are just horrible and that's why they're so cheap. When they like shelfware games. Yeah, well, like Coles Coles has always been a clothing and gadgets. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense. <clears throat> that they have gaming consoles because they have, like, the Keurigs and the Blenders. But they didn't start getting, like, the actual gaming consoles until probably about a couple of years ago because before they would just sell these really horrible games and when they realized, like, we're not selling these things. These things get marked down every year during, like, clearance and still no one buys them. We, in fact, have to go outside back and just burn these games so they won't hurt anybody else anymore. And they then, were that kid that got tricked when you were playing like Pokemon cards. You're like, oh yeah, I'll give you this Bulbasaur for your for your Charizard. Yeah. And you'd be like, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> Though the only the only one problem I have is since I I haven't really shopped at GameStop, I'm gonna have to buy this game at GameStop. Is gonna be the remastered uh, uh, Twilight Princess because they have the exclusive one that comes with the amiibo with uh, Wolf Link. And Midna. Uh. Yeah, so I'm like, all right, but um, I was like, yeah, I'll get that. But what I like about it is uh, the games are usually $59.99 with Wii U. Even with this bundle pack, it's still $59.99. Like, what I like about Nintendo, they never really raise their prices on, like, these collector's edition things. Yeah. Nice. But, yeah, That's so. A good idea. But, yeah, those so, games but, you listed off for the Wii U, those are pretty good prices. Yeah, especially at Walmart. The, the, the Kohl's Black Friday deal is the... Nintendo 3DS XL with Paper Mario Sticker Star, Ooh, 180. That's nice. actually so you're basically good. just paying for the console and you get the game for free. Yeah. yeah. So I've always liked the Paper Mario games too. Yeah. Except the 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 last one I played was for the Nintendo Wii U, or no, the Nintendo Wii, um, the first one, which was interesting. But then I kind of lost interest really quick, which is weird. I played uh, last one I played was for GameCube. Yeah. Same. A Thousand Year Door. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yes. I have that one. Yep. I forget what I've played of that as well as too. But since I could still pop it, actually, wait, I totally forgot. I saw the GameCube. I can pop things in there. What? There you go. Well, you can put the GameCube games in the Wii U. Yes. Wait, can you? Yeah. I thought only it was with the uh, the Wii you could do that. I'll double check. Yeah, I'll have to. If so, then I'll be like, all right, woo. Yeah, that's cool. That opens the door for you a little bit, Steve. Yes, Everything you can open. play GameCube games on your Wii U. Oh, oh, okay. Awesome. That's what I, I okay. I did not know that. Freaking heck, man! Like PlayStation or that's Nintendo. Awesome. Nintendo knows what they're doing with their backwards compatibility. 
I think I still have Twilight Princess too. If you want to borrow it, actually, I have I have two copies of that. I have one for the Wii, and then I have the GameCube oh, one. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. But thank you, though. The, yeah. the Wii was it the Wii one that's the correct one or the incorrect one where Link is left-handed versus right-handed? Uh, and everything. Link is supposed to be what? Right-handed. He's left-handed. Oh, he's left-handed. Then I think it's the GameCube one that's correct because I think, uh, yeah, you'd be that's using. Right. Wait, hold on. No, I think yes, because the the Wii one they flipped it because most people are right-handed. So when you do the dungeons, if you played the GameCube versions, the dungeons are reversed. Yes, which is funny because I actually uh, play. So I... Uh, sorry, Matthew, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was gonna say I um I got the GameCube version of it. Yeah. So you got the correct version then. Yeah. Yeah, because I bought that one yeah. first because I didn't get a Wii, and then actually when I played, I beat the I beat the GameCube one, which like I could not put that game down. It was amazing, and then I got the when I finally got a Wii U, I was like, yeah, I'll get it because it wasn't really any games. I was like, yeah, I'll play this again or whatnot. And I was all like, I was like, it's you get a little confusing because you're like, oh, I remember this, but then you're like, oh wait, no. Um, instead of going right, I go left because everything's reversed. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, that game is so good. Yeah. Beats. Uh, I see. That's why I hate it. Everyone raved about Skyward Sword. I hated Skyward Sword. I played it for a second, but then I was just like, I don't want to buy this for myself. I'm not going to buy the stupid remote. I don't care. I'll just read the the little wiki notes. On well, the, the problem, the pro- like I, w- I think we talked about it. Like I just hate how they took all the good stuff out of Zelda with this game. And they like implemented all these bad things. Like you couldn't just save where you wanted to anymore. You actually had to find save spots throughout I the feel game. Like- I feel like it's a it's leading on to something. Like Fallout New Vegas and Skyrim were leading on to Fallout 4. Mm-hmm. This is probably leading on to the new Zelda that's coming out, supposedly next year. Well, yeah. I, well, I, I think they're going to because Nintendo usually play. I mean, technically, when uh, Skyward Sword came out, because that one took forever to come out, they, they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, this is Zelda's 25th anniversary. So I know Nintendo knows what they're doing. So that's why they're releasing. They're like, look, we haven't given you a Zelda game, so we're going to give you a remaster of Twilight Princess. So you're like, okay, cool, that comes out in March. And then they're like, it's Zelda's 30-year anniversary. So, of course, they're going to release the other one towards the end of the year. And that's probably going to be the game that kind of either makes more people buy Nintendo Wii U's unless it's going to be you know, the Twilight Princess or whatnot that's going to get people to get on track on that. But Nintendo usually knows what they're doing with their marketing because, I mean, they're going to release that. They're going to release the Star Fox. They're not probably going to have any games, and they're just going to be like, oh, yeah, guess what? Zelda here. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Aren't they also doing a new Mother game? Yes, they, there's the rumor on that as well. So. So that'll probably get a lot more Wii U sales. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I have a feeling Wii U's going to get a lot of sales just for that Xenoblade game or whatnot that they were just like, yeah, remember this game we teased you about for like two years? Oh, yeah, it comes out December 4th. Enjoy. Like. <laughs> Surprise! Yeah, so... <laughs> But yeah, so oh, but yeah, so definitely check out your Black Friday sales, kids. Also, be very safe when you're doing this because people do get crazy. Uh, it's okay. I'll put it this way: yes, it's a great deal on a console or a video game and stuff like that. It's no reason to get killed over though. So especially a couple of years ago, where a man was shot because he bought a Wii and somebody wanted his Wii. Just give him the Wii, dude. It's it sucks that someone's gonna steal from you and people are horrible human beings, but there's no there don't lose your life over over objects, okay? Are you guys gonna do Black Friday Black Friday? There's one thing that we wanna get. There's a two hundred and fifty dollar fifty five inch T V at Target. Ooh. We have a really old and outdated, really heavy uh flat it's a flat screen but it's still CRT. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
<laughs> so I want to get rid of that. I have a new TV, but that, that's about it. I don't want people pushing me because I'm pregnant. I'm going to rip right. some people's heads off. <laughs> yeah, don't blame you. Actually, yeah, I think that's like my my TV that it's in my living room. It's not mine. It's the one that came with the apartment. I've been I've been debating on taking that one off and putting my actual one on it because mine is like ten times better than it and it's bigger. And I'm like, but I'm not sure if I'm allowed to do that because it was already installed when I got in here. So yeah. just tell them their TV sucks and you want to put your better TV. <laughs> Uh, you know, I could probably ask them. Well, since I got to go down to the office today, anyways, and tell them about the rust thing, that Matthew's like, you should go report that, man. Get that thing fixed. I'm like, dude, he was on top of it with his homeowner stuff. He's just like, dude, fix that. I'm like, really? Is the problem? He's like, dude, just fix it. Tell him to fix yeah. it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. I I was I was thinking about going out this year, but I'm not sure because I used to work retail and I hated it. But I don't know if they have some good deals. I might. Yeah, I normally don't. I normally don't participate. Do online. That's me. Yeah, that's what I do. I usually do the online thing. Unless what we should do, we should get Eric, Matthew, and I, and we'll go do like we'll go out on an outing, and then we can report back next week of like, yeah. So Eric died. Um, that was a <laughs> that was a horrible idea. Um, we're never doing Black Friday again. No more Sasquatch. <laughs> and and Steve got dysentery. So what is this Oregon Trail? Yes. No. <laughs> Um, so does anybody have anything else they want to add before we wrap up this episode of Arcade Bros? Uh, um, this week on Xbox Live, if you are a gold member and have an Xbox One, you can do uh, NBA 2K16 or uh, try it out this weekend for free. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So cool. I downloaded that this morning, and I will be doing that this weekend as well. Sweet. I'm going to give that a shot then, too. Um, so. I did want to add on, it is the holiday season. Go to Sasquatch.net, click on the Amazon banner, and shop like normal. We will get a little bit of the money so we can support our starving selves and this podcast. We really need to get that <laughs> banner on all the other sites as well so people can just not have to go to the Sasquatch. They can go all over to click on it. Yeah, yeah I'll, uh, so I'll find a way to put it on the, Go ahead, Matthew. To, huh? I'll find a way to put it on the website <laughs> where people can find it, make it uh, super obvious. <laughs> it's always cracking me up when you do like these hangouts and like it's like, wait. No, go ahead. No, huh? What? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, I usually try to watch for everybody. I'm all like, okay, who's going to jump in when I stop talking? <laughs> we try. We do a fairly okay job. <laughs> well, after Eric showed me that tool to use on Audacity when there are those long pauses, I know how to remove those without having to do, like, go through every single thing and um, cancel it out. So, um, But Raven, of course, uh, if they're looking for you on the interwebs, where can they find you? Just look up Revenge Lover. Google search me, Xbox search me, Twitch search me, whatever. You'll find me. And Matthew, if they want to get a hold of you on the interwebs, where can they find you? Um, they can pretty much just go on there at Matthew Renfro, and they'll be able to find me. Uh, everyone makes it so simple. And of course, you can find me at Stephen Mooney Jr. And of course, you want to follow the Twitter of Arcade Bros, just go to at Arcade underscore Bros. Don't forget to give our Facebook page a like as well. And also, go ahead and check out the brand new website. We're still tweaking things. i got to get some backlogs up there, but we're finally getting everything up to snuff. So everything should be good. So if we don't see you guys before the holiday season, I hope everybody has a wonderful and safe Thanksgiving. And until next time, kiddos, keep on gaming!
This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com.